all right. I hope you're ready and just kind of went for it. Oh, I'm born ready. Born to do this podcast. Born to run. I think that's a song, right? Or a movie. Were we really born to want run, though? Cause... <laughs> I was born to walk casually at all times. I like a steady flow. Trot? No. Oh. Doddle. I I move at a dawdling pace. A mosey? Yeah, that's it. Thank you. There you go. You're not dawdling. You're moseying on over. Or moseying Meandering. On over. We were born to meander. Title of our memoir. <laughs> <laughs> but the title of our podcast is Haunted or Hoax. Yes. And I am Kristen. And I am Jennifer. Welcome. Welcome. I hope everybody had a great week. This week has been very tiring for me. <laughs> so I'm going to punch up the energy for this podcast and then pass out. Listen, you know, I'm going to get this podcast started spicy and talk okay. about that Instagram post that you posted about a certain Pathogen. individual that you you framed it so that people had to know who he was if you had have said do you know who this person is and inserted the name that I can't remember here I said do you know do you know this man and and then I did a second part that said, if you know this man, what is his name? But face-wise, people would people would recognize his no, face before no. they recognized his name. You didn't specify that in the last episode. People go back and listen. She just says that she doesn't think that a lot of people would know who Pat Sajak was. The name. You didn't you specify didn't say, the name. No, 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 no ma'am. No, 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 so, ma like, you no. said you held up the face card and said, do you know who this person is? You said the name. We were talking about, would anybody know the name? No, no. I need you a referee. We need another poll. <laughs> Obviously, it was right. <laughs> but you know what? Some people did not, did not know who he was. They were sorry to that man. They didn't know. But most people did. Well, whatever. You said that you didn't know out of spite. I said that the game was rigged is what I said. <laughs> but you voted no. Huh? On the I poll. said the game was rigged. And to In be fair, comment. I didn't know who that man was. If you had to ask me before we told everybody who it was. You didn't watch Wheel of Fortune growing up. It's fine. I, I didn't know. Game shows weren't your thing. Andy yeah, Griffith at grandma's house and the braves if andy griffith wasn't on then the braves were on and if the braves weren't on it was touched by an angel see yours you're talking like you like wheel of fortune and jeopardy are things that you watch at your grandparents house but i watch them in my household so. yeah i only I'm, ever the only other time i have ever watched them is at joe's grandmother's house well and they watch just, jeopardy they do watch the wheel though wheel. but we're usually not there by that time we get there later you get there past seven o'clock mm -hmm. you're missing out just saying clearly i would have known who that man was yeah and hopefully you all did too if not you get a fan point deducted <laughs> no 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 you get one gained <laughs> you're on you team jennifer 
You get a Jennifer Star. <laughs> Jennifer Star, and you get a a, a Kristen Franny face. <laughs> a Kristen Franny face. <laughs> uh, you tried. Um, but uh, this week has nothing to do with Pat Sajak or America's Game at all. Has nothing to do with America. Mm-mm. No, we went. We uh, went with an England story this time. But the fun thing is. We're not in Gloucester anymore. We're in Gloucestershire. Yes. (laughs) Which we didn't even mean to do. It was completely an accident, but I was like, oh, that's fun. And I'm not going to be able to say it this whole time. Gloucestershire. 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 It's like Worcestershire. Yeah. I think that's how you say that. Worcestershire? Worcestershire. Gloucestershire. Uh, Gloucestershire. (laughs) Anyway, we're in England, and we're talking about the ancient Ram Inn, which I also kept typing in Ram's Head Inn, which, if you don't know, is a popular restaurant in downtown Annapolis, Maryland. So mm-hmm. I was all confused this week. But this is an interesting place, and I'm going to just jump right into it. Yeah. All right. Here's a few things that I saw that I cannot confirm because I didn't read too much into them, but apparently this place is a hub for paranormal and concentrated spiritual energy because it is formerly the site of a 5,000-year-old pagan burial ground and the location of two intersecting ley lines. Don't ask me what those are, and I don't know if that's true. And apparently it is, like, the ley lines are also, like, on the, it's on the same ley line, or something like as Stonehenge. Stonehenge, yeah. Yes. Which Stonehenge is like, I guess, mystical enough to trigger paranormal things for this place. They're all connected somehow. My um, cat's fucking with everything underneath my desk. I don't know <laughs> if you can hear that, but she's heard just a little like bit. Laying on my stool and occasionally she'll like grab my pants leg or like paw at my hand. She loves you. She's been very needy. <laughs> I think that ley lines are where heavier paranormal things happen. And like when you get the crossover, that's when you get the vortex. Right. I just want to know how like they come to know that like the ley lines are there. there Maybe there's like a detector, like a metal detector. Or it's just like a map where you have like instead of latitude and longitude. It's the ley lines. Mm -hmm. Ley lines and lie lines. And law lines. Um, <laughs> but apparently due to all this, it like was super mysterious and prone for hauntings uh, before the inn was even constructed. Following the construction, I guess I got a little confused because apparently workers were that were building a church were living in the inn or they were living in the inn as they were building it and soon afterwards they left and then this witch moved in is that how it went that's that's what i saw (laughs) is that they're like all right we built this church we're gonna leave now we're gonna go on to our next site and she was like perfect let me just pull my cauldron in here and you know where's that eye of newt let me unpack that and this is my home now to be fair, the picture of it looks like something from a fairy tale, like the house of the witch from Hansel and Gretel. Yes. Yeah, definitely. You know, 
just stick some sticky like honey buns up onto the wall and you would get your children there in no time real life uh, application that kind of makes me <laughs> nauseous <laughs> you might just a like, wall take- full of honey buns just oh <laughs> taking it off the package just slamming it right into the it would smell stucco. so nauseatingly sweet <laughs> in that room um apparently during the 1500s so-called witches faced all manner of like persecution and there was public executions and in particular it was this witch they never give a name she was sentenced to death because she was accused of witchcraft it doesn't tell me either like what sort of witchcraft was she doing? Like, did she put a spell on somebody? Did she have a mole that looked like the shape of Satan? Yeah. Did she, I don't know, own a cat? Like to walk outside at night without a man. I don't know. Fly around as a crow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shoot arrows in the air and they came down on the hearts of young men. There's no description of what she was or who she was. No, like, physical description. Anything. But according to legend, she tried to escape by taking refuge in a room at the inn, and she was unfortunately discovered and burned at the stake. She's apparently not an evil entity or a negative entity at the inn. She's one of the good ones, quote unquote. She doesn't mean any harm, and she doesn't like to be called a witch. And her spirit still lingers in the room where she was hiding, which they call the witch's room. So she must have been the witch of the East. Yes. Came it was in, in a bubble, bro. It was Galinda. They saw too much pink in those days, and they're like, she's a witch. One too many ruffles on that girl's dress. Well, you it, you mentioned a cat, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently a black cat also haunts this room. Okay. Uh, there was some speculation it might be the witch's cat, but it also might be a 500-year-old mummified cat. Apparently the owner, John Humphreys, found inside of a wall. Edgar Allan Poe style? Yeah. Uh. Apparently having a dead cat inside your wall was looked upon as a lucky charm at that time. Ew. I don't... If I find that good luck charm, I'm going to consider that a bad luck charm. I'm going to consider that a woman. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand how that's supposed to be a good luck charm, but um, whatever. There is also the ghost of a young girl that is often seen behind this room's window. She waves at everyone who sees her. And there's a notion that former owners like to hang around in the sitting room. One of these owners is John Humphreys, who I guess purchased the the ancient ram to, in, in the means to restore it mm-hmm. and turn it back to its former glory of the 1500s. And... As soon as he got there, his first night, he claimed to have experiences with angry ghosts. Maybe because somebody took their cat away. Yeah, put it in the fucking wall. He stated that he was grabbed by the arm by demonic forces that dragged him from his own bed. But despite this, he still lived there for decades. He also found evidence, quote unquote, of ritual sacrifice and devil worship. I looked at, through a lot of articles that mentioned this, but they never go into detail of like what exactly he found, like a pentagram on the wall or uh, I don't know, some sort of what are those things newt. called? No, like one of those, what are those things called? A shrine. 
don't know why that was so hard for me to remember. To go um, through all of the pictures that just like flashed through my head of what you could possibly be talking about <laughs> when it comes to witchcraft. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually, tr- when I was trying to think of the world, word, the uh, shrine Helga has for Arnold and Hey Arnold was, 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 <laughs> was like, what is that called? <laughs> So that's how much I know about witchcraft. <laughs> to be fair, I feel like that's the I like the, the epitome, epitome of a shrine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. A disgusting one too, that gum. Um Humphrey's <laughs> 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 own wife and daughters refused to live at the inn because of its paranormal, haunted, and sometimes terrifying atmosphere. He continued to claim supernatural happenings until his death in 2017. And he actually found something kind of gross in the basement during the renovation of the inn's basement. Mr. Humphreys accidentally dug up a grave with several children's skeletons at the foot of the staircase. What? Yeah, apparently he was renovating the basement in um, and at the foot of the staircase while they were like, I guess, breaking things down, they found the grave of several like little skeletons. And everybody who writes about this say that these children were probably victims of ritual sacrifice because there were broken knives inside their little bodies. What? Yes. I don't. I don't know if uh, that's true. That's just a repeated story over and over again. The broken knives bit. I don't even know if that's like a like legit detail or if somebody's just adding that to solidify the ritualistic sacrifice element of it. But apparently they have found bodies there. Which also, if it was a pagan burial ground, I guess that kind of makes sense. But... I feel like those would be way, way deep in the in the earth and not easily accessible by the staircase of this basement. But right. they mm, I don't know. But they also ex- say that this might explain the childlike crying heard throughout the entire inn. They attempted to kind of soothe these children's spirits by uh presenting stuffed animals all over the place. And the crying did become less, but never completely vanished. Um, And this is where you also get the brief mention. I don't see her anywhere else except for one particular article that I read of a young spirit girl named Rosie who could be seen floating through the corridors of the inn. There are also stories about a former innkeeper's daughter and her dying in the attic do we have a name no name they say that she was said to have been murdered in the attic roof space in the early 1500s and people attending attempting to sleep in the bishop's room below often hear the sounds of something heavy being dragged across the floor above their heads i read that she was murdered by hanging and then i also briefly read that like it was like some sort of exorcism gone wrong but no specific details of her name the innkeeper's name just early 1500s she was murdered somehow in the, in the attic the exorcism thing is like a long-running 
sort of legend with this place. Apparently, a lot of exorcisms and sacrifices took place throughout the centuries and like kind of built up the energy of the paranormal at the end, making strange lights that go on and off in the the inn more commonplace, orbs, that sort of thing. The most haunted room at the inn is actually not the witch's room, which I thought was interesting because the first thing you read about is witch, right? Of course. And I thought, well, she's going to be the star of the show, but she's really not. The bishop's room is where apparently past bishops are said to have made regular appearances. There are actually nine entities that reside just in this room. One of them is a cute little cavalier King Charles Spaniel, which my favorite dog. Love that. Why is he in here with the rest of these things? I don't know. This poor dog. But he's just trying to keep the peace like he would be. <laughs> he's like, guys, come on. Let's just like have fun. Let these people enjoy their vacation. And the other entities are like, nah, we're going to make it really scary in here. <laughs> but the dog is often seen in the corner of the room. There's a spirit. There's spirits of two dark, evil monks. Again, no name. <laughs> just monks that apparently... Uh, partook in some devil worship which i feel like is an oxymoron or just like are they monks at that point right what are devil worshiping monks i don't know are there monks (laughs) and dunks uh (laughs) there's also some nuns that have been felt in the room which of course scares me i don't like that i don't like thinking that nuns are watching and judging you in the afterlife they never leave oh my gosh the ruler's always just right there hovering above your knuckles (laughs) uh the bed tends to also levitate in this room there are often the screams of a man who died because his head was pushed into the fireplace apparently there's a spirit of a young woman woman that is seen she appears from the ceiling upside down hanging by her legs well, that's terrifying. That's like Awful. a reverse Santa Claus. <laughs> but not from the chimney. The chimney is already taken up by the guy with his head. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. See, I was still stuck with the guy with the head stuck in the fireplace. I thought no. you meant the woman showed up hanging by her legs, just like a peekaboo style. No, 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 no. She's different. She's like, she's a little bit, a few feet over, hanging from the ceiling by her legs. Well, that's um, fun just a barrel of good times in this room there's a roman centurion centurion that has appeared on horseback like riding through the walls of the bishop room and this happened while two plumbers were working in there and it scared the crap out of them Uh (laughs) Uh, apparently even a medium who was doing a walkthrough of the inn Uh, came into the bishop's room and as they pushed the door open they were lifted off the ground and flung across into the back into the hallway into the corridor that's dramatic yes and scary and apparently like people specifically can ask to sleep in that room which why would you maybe they like acrobatics i mean you can hang from the ceiling you can fly across the room put your head right into that fireplace so would you say like his head was like shoved up in the fireplace or like he I'm was like, guessing 
It just said that he died by his head being forced into the fireplace. Maybe like while there was a fire going. How big is the fireplace? I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't look at pictures of the fireplace in the bishop's room. Um, but if you have theories on how this man died, please share them with us. Maybe he was having like a hunchback of Notre Dame moment where um, the priest like in the fireplace. Oh, yeah, yeah. He just got like a little too into it. He's like, let me reenact this for you. And she's like, please don't. This is our anniversary. We're supposed to be having fun. And this is not fun for me. (laughs) We've talked about this. You saw that movie 30 30 times. We don't need to see it again. Um, You would think that there would be like one safe place in in this inn. There's not. The kitchen is not even a pleasant place, apparently. A... 18-year-old boy entered the kitchen during a ghost hunt, and he was forcefully thrown against the wall by an unseen force. These pe- these entities are violent. <laughs> it's giving, you know, demonic presence, but because you, you just see figures and you see vague women. You don't have any names to these people. What was that other Warren case that we did in the UK? Yeah. Was that um, the... It's the episode where I don't know what a lollipop woman is. <laughs> <laughs> that stuck with me. <laughs> but yeah, it gives a little bit of that for sure. The very physical things that are happening. Enfield. Yes, Enfield. There you go. Just Mr. Hump- like how, how violent everything is and like seeing shadows and yeah, being thrown around. Yeah, definitely a, whatever they call it, a poltergeist. Yeah, but those are like the same thing from in my head. I don't know what I still struggle with that distinction. But yes, I agree. This also pro- apparently happened to Mister Humphreys once in the kitchen. A young couple that was on a ghost hunt ran from the kitchen in utter panic when they saw a spirit of a woman just come up out of the kitchen floor. Oh my! She was like scones, and they like ran away. She was like, "I was just trying to be a good hostess, just trying to find the honey buns." I was just trying to be a ghostess with the mostess and didn't work out. No. There were honey buns on the kitchen wall and they went to go get one. She was like, have you washed your hands first? And then they ran away. (laughs) One per guest. (laughs) There is a theory that this woman might be a woman that was found buried behind the bar that's enjoined to the kitchen. And there's another woman and her baby that were found buried at the same spot as where she rose up out of the kitchen floor so it could be either of them apparently uh she's presented herself many times to humphrey's daughter elizabeth because even though elizabeth didn't refuse to live there they did go there during the day to help him with the business yeah yeah apparently according to elizabeth the young woman who was buried by the bar told her she was murdered by highwaymen the space between the roof was used as a hiding space by two highwaymen, so perhaps one of them murdered the young woman in the kitchen. How do they know that it was a hiding space? They don't give me any like reasons why. They just say this is fact that they were a hiding space for two highwaymen. They don't cite any like history books behind that articles right. anything like that. There's apparently an 18th century barn on the property. That is haunted by a seven-foot-tall dark figure. That is a tall shadow. Yes. He is violent and aggressive towards men and favors a certain type of female. 
Doesn't say what kind. Blondes, brunettes, we don't know. Just a certain type. I hope I'm never his. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. If he's aggressive, I might want to be in his favor. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want him to follow me around. (laughs) Like me. Just stay away. (laughs) Seven foot scary. That is very tall and very scary. That's very tall. We're defending a lot of NBA players right now. But um, (laughs) uh, the dark shadow appears in the doorway of the barn as if it's protecting something. And that's all I got on the barn. Nobody ever, nobody else mentions the barn except for this article. Um, What could he be protecting? There's so many questions that I have that aren't getting answered. Cows. More cats. Oh man, he was like, you guys are killing these cats for good luck and we just want them to live their best lives. Just let them be barn cats. Yes. If he's protecting cats, then we can like give him a pass. And he's aggressive towards men, which... Who is it? And <laughs> yeah, and men usually don't like cats, you know? Yeah. They're not really cat people. Except for your husband. Your husband's the exception to the rule. Yes, Zach is obsessed with our cats. So <laughs> maybe he would be the exception to this dark figures rule as well. Um and then I got to the weirdest legend and claim of all, which there is an incubus and a succubus. Both at this inn. Wow. They're tag teaming. In is the worst that way. usual? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if you don't know, an incubus is a male sex demon who takes advantage of female visitors. And a succubus is a female demon who takes advantage of usually male uh, visitors. I don't want to assume an incubus or succubus is sexual preferences maybe they go both ways i'm not sure um way to be inclusive it was very considerate thank you thank you uh apparently mr humphreys was uh, attacked by both the incubus and succubus well i guess there there's your answer i mean i don't know if the incubus like attacked him as in like getting into bed with him like he claims the succubus kind of like did i think maybe the incubus was a little bit jealous that there was another guy in the room but I'm not completely sure. There's this a little... man has been through a lot to stay where he was for so long. I mean, yeah. I mean, he was there until he died in 2017. And people say he's still there now, which I hope he's not. People do mention that Mr. Humphreys is probably one of the spirits now residing in that house. And it seems like he went through a lot. Seems like he was scared a lot. He, you know, was pushed around a lot by these spirits. So I hope for his sake, he moved on peacefully and he's not stuck at the inn because I don't feel like it would be very good time for him in the afterlife. Maybe it's like the horror house and American Horror Story, where if you die there, you just stay Stay there there forever. That makes me sad. I hope that's not the case for him. (laughs) Well, maybe that's why he didn't leave because... Deep down, he loved the house. True. I mean, you have to for sticking around for all of this. A visitor once put it, the atmosphere was awful. I can only describe it as pure filth, dark and heavy. And apparently in June of 1999, there was a photo taken of a mysterious white mist about the height of a human ascending the staircase. And the article that I got that from they did not have the picture and i was like oh 
come on. But luckily, I found the picture from Mary Evans Picture Library, the Inquisitive Archivist. So thank you so much, Mary Evans, for preserving this picture from 1999. I'm going to show it to you now. What do you think? Looks like the end of the reel. The end of the reel? The railing? No, like the the reel of film. Oh, I don't know what that looks like. So <laughs> I take your word for it. It just looks like a like a very up and down white streak, mm-hmm. like uh, almost like uh, moved at the last second and kind of blurred a little bit. I guess you could say the very bottom kind of looks like it could be feet, but this was only photographic evidence that I got. There's no explanation of who this could be either. It's just an apparition or a white mist. Hmm. Yeah. I actually lied. Also, I do have another picture. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, it's in this YouTube video clip of the Ghost Adventures episode, which is a season two finale, and it's at the one minute and twenty one second mark, and it is supposedly the picture of a the witch. Why does that kid look like the guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Go to one seventeen and play from there. I think it starts at 119. Where is she? So she apparently is in between those two lamps in the window in the last uh, pane closest to the bottom right. You see that mm-hmm. face? Mm-hmm. That is apparently the witch's face. <laughs> It's not the best photographic evidence I've ever seen by any means. It kind I'm of say just, that's a no. I mean, I can see where they're coming from, where it looks kind of like a face, but it also looks like there might be something actually there between the two lamps that's causing like some sort of shadow or something. So not the most convincing by far, um, but it was evidence. So I thought I would show you. Thank you. I also, (laughs) I didn't watch this Ghost Adventures episode. I just kind of found some clips. Uh, It was a very kind of -of run-of-the-mill early investigation. They get a lot of EVPs of like, I hate you. Don't tempt me. Get out of here. Laughing breaths on EVPs. Nick apparently had something thrown at him while he was alone in the pagan ritual, alone where the pagan ritual had taken place. They say that Aaron captured a dark mist moving very fast across the front of his camera. I couldn't find a clip of that, um, but I'm sure that the season two finale is still up on Discovery+. Plus. They have every single season. So, And then when they did their first walkthrough, this was when John Humphreys, I believe, was still alive because he was the one. I mean, obviously he was still alive. It was prior to 2017. He uh, was going through the ram with zach and aaron and nick Mm -hmm. and he felt something go through him causing him so much pain that he like never experienced while living there and right after that he kind of left and zach immediately got a headache saying something that had just hit him because he can't be left out of anything if you know you know zach is a pick me so if somebody's being affected he's also being affected um he is an empath all right. He is something. 
<laughs> but then also in that same YouTube video, I actually clipped this clip. There at the very end, they do get some like loud banging and knocking off of a static camera. That's on the like, I guess I think that's where like John slept because Zach was there trying to provoke the succubus earlier. Our static night vision camera was still rolling in the front room, and this sound was captured on the audio. You can also faintly hear us in the background reacting to it from upstairs. That was a thunk. Yes. They claim it's like a sound of a door slam, and they were all upstairs because like in the clip previous to that, you can hear them talking, trying to provoke EVPs, and then they react to that slam, and then they check the static, the static camera. You can hear it louder on that one downstairs. Hmm. Not nothing. No. And then my last piece of evidence is I know how much we love these cat toy experiments with the light up cat balls. Um, uh. This is from a paranormal uh, YouTube channel called Overnight. They caught this on one of their sessions trying to provoke EVPs. They have been sitting there for a while and then they got cat balls that kind of moved around on their own. However, I want to get your take on this. They all pooped. (laughs) Every single one of them pooped their pants. In that moment. And there was no plumber around. And they all looked at each other to see if the other knew. Yeah. So right before this uh, clip, the guy on the left, the second guy on the left, was talking about how he suddenly felt very tired and very drained. And they were all kind of joking around, like, you can't go to sleep, you know. We're going to play pranks on you. You got to stay up. And he was like, yeah, just all of a sudden I'm really tired. And then mm. a moment later that happened. I don't so think like that they, an energy drain type thing. That's what I was thinking. I don't think any of them in the moment of that video kind of took into that into account. But I thought it was very interesting that he kept saying like, oh, I feel suddenly very exhausted. Like I could go to sleep, like blah, blah, blah. And then this cap ball toy suddenly moves around significantly i did watch closely i watched this clip very many times because he does put that um emf reader onto Mm -hmm. the barrel so i watched really closely to make sure that that didn't knock into that flashlight that was also on the barrel and knock into that cat ball it doesn't appear to be but no it looks like it's moving around in like a intentional way right I'm just looking at their hands and making sure they don't like, yes. have anything in their hands. That the only thing the that I'm thing. like questioning is the guy with his hands in his hoodie pockets. It's the only pair of hands that you can't see. Right. That's what I was thinking too, because there's one guy, both of the guys on the end, they have their hands out. The two guys in the middle, one has them in the hoodie pocket. And then the other one is like putting his phone away in mm-hmm. his pocket as, as it starts moving. So I'm not saying that these people intentionally did anything or it's like a remote control or whatever. It could be totally legit. I thought it was pretty interesting. It does really move in an intentional way and they all seem genuinely surprised by it. Yeah. But always a little bit of a grain of salt. 
No, we always like look at things skeptically. We're never accusing somebody of like intentionally deceiving, right? You always have to look at it objectively and say, what could they be doing to cause this? Because otherwise you're just going to believe everything that comes across. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, so that's what I thought were most interesting bits of evidence I saw. I didn't get to watch this whole video because they were kind of going slow. (laughs) Oh. Um, but I will link the ancient ran in craziest paranormal investigation in 10 years from the paranormal fellows. They're a very small, they had some bangs and some minor like knocks and stuff in their video. Mm-hmm. I got about 38 minutes in. It's about an hour and 47 minutes. Um, but they're a small paranormal group on YouTube. They only have like 500 subscribers, but I wanted to just like, tell people if you have the time watch this whole video because it does seem kind of minor but they're very thorough their video quality is really great they seem like very nice guys they're from the UK they have great accents and they take the time to say oh that was definitely a car door or oh that was definitely somebody driving by they're not reacting to every little thing mm-hmm. if that makes mm-hmm. sense so um, definitely, I think that people should go watch it. I'm going to link it. Um, but I didn't get anything crazy from what I watched um, that I thought that you should definitely see or hear. Well, that's still, I mean, the cat balls are interesting. It is very interesting. Maybe it was one of the cats. That's that what was I was just in thinking. the wall. Yeah. That so probably sad. makes more <laughs> sense to bring one of those than give the pagan children stuffed animals. Yeah. Show up with like a Pikachu stuffed animal. They're going to be like, what's... St- devilish act is this oh my god i don't know that's all i have for you well that's interesting yeah so i'm interested to hear about whatever history you found (gasps) we'll talk about that when we come back from our break okie dokie be right back all right oh hi there this is kate and i'm dominic And we are your hosts of Shitting Bricks, the podcast. Every week, we'll bring you an episode of What Makes People Shit Bricks. Is it a fear of death? Deep water? Running out of wine? Cannibalism? We take a warp look at these topics using examples from history that are the epitome of some scary shit. You can find us on all the regular podcast streaming services like Apple, Spotify, and Google for exclusive content, including behind-the-scenes nuggets, links to weekly topics, and maybe even merch in the future, head to Shitting Bricks Podcast on Instagram and YouTube. But for now, drop your dacks, pop a squat, and let's get into it. We're back. We're back. On a light note, I'm always envious of countries outside of America and, like, for many reasons, but mostly because their extensive history like ours is like oh you know way back in the 1700s but this place is like way back in 1145 yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's crazy to me how old this place is 1145 is when it allegedly originated right Originally, it was owned by St. Mary's Church and was used to house the contractors that were working to build a neighborhood church. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. 
I also read that it housed slaves, but I'm not quite sure if that's accurate because slavery wasn't huge in England at that time. The Church of London had issued a decree in, I think, 1140, saying, let no one dare hereafter to engage in the infamous business prevalent in England of selling men like animals. And even though it was never actually signed by a monarch at the time, it just... England had more issue of not enough land, too many people, not the opposite that was like big in the American colonies. Right. So they didn't even really have any slavery laws in place, just based on what I've learned in my U.S. history class. Gotcha. After that church was built, it was also said to be housing for the first recorded, I could be saying this wrong, Vicar, Vicar. Vicar. The Vicar. Which is what? Kristen. Catholic, some Catholic, some Catholic. It's like a, it's like a priest. Yeah. Like a, like a high, high up priest. Yeah. It was said to stay there in 1154, but there aren't any records of any priest actually like staying in the inn. So maybe not. And that kind of doesn't make sense about the bishop's room either. Since yeah. there's no records of any priest staying there that I could see. Also, when it comes to bodies, it's not looking great for bodies found. Well, I, did... I mean, it looks great that it doesn't look like there's bodies found, but in terms of the stories, it's not great for their validity. No. We're never in um, favor of bodies being found, but... No, but I am in favor of stories being true. True. There is an article from The Citizen from May 14th, 1881. Okay. This is from, where is this from? This is from, this is from Gloucester in Gloucestershire, England. Y'all, come on. (laughs) Be original. (laughs) They found skeletons in this man's garden. And he was just digging up plants, I guess. He was gardening, as one does. And he started finding portions of human skeletons. Mm. And it turns out there were a number of skeletons. And this was in Gloucestershire on Water Street, which is 12 minutes north of the Rams Inn. Turns out that they speculated the skeletons were from Roman origin. Okay. Because there were a lot of Roman uh, attacks on that portion of England at that time. Okay. There was the siege of Gloucestershire in 1643. Okay. And it's suspected that these skeletons were the Roman soldiers that fell and they were just buried in place. Gotcha. But the difference with this is they were found with a lot of pottery. I was trying to find, like, were they buried with their lunchboxes and they had knives with them or something like that i don't know no um and that was also from 1643 that would be after this place was built so it wouldn't make sense why there would be bodies buried under yeah underneath underneath. like the basement and stuff i also couldn't find any records of pagan burial grounds recorded i couldn't find any anything about bodies being found as far as like newspaper clippings archaeological digs anything of that instance about the rams in 
which is kind of curious to me, at least with the other places that we've seen when they find a body, they're like, Hey, there was a body in here. <laughs> yeah. And they go, they go really into like having a whole sort of investigation. Yeah. But that's also America. Like, I don't know, maybe it's different in England. Yeah. And also like with like saying it's a pagan burial ground and it's from like so long ago, I feel like that's hard to like fact check because there's not going to be really any articles on, hey, we found this pagan <laughs> burial ground or something or like a murder from the 1500s. We're not necessarily going to be able to find a article from no well something of that instance i would expect a newspaper clipping saying that the bones had been dated to this era true if or he found 50 bodies of all the same general time period that would give way to maybe this used to be a cemetery of some sort right but there's nothing and maybe they just didn't write about it But it just seems like there's not a lot of history until the 80s. And then after the 80s, the main history is that it's haunted. Yeah. And that's all I have. Oh, well. Like I could, I literally, I could not find anything. I looked, I looked on newspapers. I looked through the internet. Wikipedia was like a paragraph. Yeah. The Wikipedia page for this place was very short and sweet. And so John Humphreys purchased this place in, in like 1970-something. Yeah, 1968, 1970. Uh, and he immediately told people he started experiencing things. Um, so I don't... And that kind of like got the ball rolling. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that he was lying about anything or anything like that. He could have experienced these things. Those are his experiences. However, like we've said in previous episodes, I just think it's very convenient for a place to be very, very old and then like kind of be left alone and not really have a lot. Uh, I think that the witch story has been been around for years and years and years, even before he bought it. Oh, that's right. I also looked into that and tried to find a specific witch trial that occurred in Gloucestershire, and I could not find there. There were tons, like right. There were absolutely witch trials going on. I believe I found something that stated it happened in like the 1500s at its yeah. peak. The peak was in 1645 of these like witches being actually burned. And from what I was reading, witches weren't normally burned at the stake. They were hung or hanged, and then they were burned if an additional crime warranted burning at the stake. So there was a woman who was tried and convicted as a witch, and she was sentenced to be hanged. However, she had killed her husband with her quote witchcraft gotcha and killing your husband warranted being burned at the stake yeah so she was burned at the stake stuff like that but i couldn't find anything and that doesn't necessarily mean that it didn't happen but i couldn't find like any large trial in gloucestershire and it would have been more helpful if there was an actual name but there wasn't yeah yeah and and, but it's it's good to know that like there were many trials of witchcraft this was a thing that was happening so oh yeah it it could totally be that there was a girl who wasn't a witch but she was being accused of being a witch 
and she could have taken refuge in the Grimm's Head Inn and or she was a witch and she died uh I think that that story has been around long enough that that's probably where oh the ancient ram in is a little bit mysterious and like mystical there used to be a witch there and then i think that maybe mr humphreys got in there and had a few experiences and then it kind of snowballed from there i think that this is just another tale as old as time it's an old place so it must be haunted and ghosts bring in business yes not to like put it so bluntly i mean there could be like things happening there but i don't think that you have enough information to actually give stories to these occurrences and if you do have that information where is it right and i'm also not saying that this place is not haunted um because it is very old and there was a lot of energy that has come through this place so it it could totally be haunted but i also am in the uh the camp of just because this place is old and there was a quote-unquote witch there doesn't mean that there continued to be uh demonic rituals and sacrifices and all this evil stuff uh that went along with it it could have just been a lot of people you know moved through this place it's it's got a lot of old it's got a lot of energy built up into it it could just have residual hauntings it doesn't have to be an incubus and a succubus and like evil monks it does (laughs) not have to be (laughs) dramatic right One thing we didn't touch on, and I don't think we're going to, just because I don't think that we're versed enough in it, is the ley lines and the Y lines. Um, That could pull something in that goes beyond individuals imprinting on a place. It could bring it to, it doesn't matter what happened here, something else is pulling in occurrences. Right, right. And we don't know enough about that to really like speak on that. So if you do, we'd love to hear from you. This is just our take based on the information that we know and that we can find. Right. If you're an expert on ley lines, I would love to like just have you talk to us and let us know what exactly is going on with them, how they actually work, because you hear about it a lot, their association with portals and vortexes and that sort of thing. So I would be interesting. It would be interesting to know more. And the connection with Stonehenge, I mean, Stonehenge is like one of the things on my bucket list. I would love to go there. It seems like a very just cool place to go and be. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just like a a name drop for this place a little bit. It just um, kind of reminds me of like, you know, those conspiracy theories where like if you flip this and turn it around and shake up the numbers and read them backwards this equals 25 which is the exact number of letters that are in this name and it's just like a lot of hoops to jump through for something that is supposedly the most haunted house in the uk yeah i feel like there should be more evidence there should be more information there should be more history to back up this evidence these legends the stories like for it to be the most haunted or even one of the most haunted we should be inundated with information and we just like there's not much yeah there's not a lot and there wasn't very uh there wasn't like as far as like it being very physical there just wasn't a lot of like uh video evidence that i could see that supports that 
So I don't know. Uh, On the line of haunted. I believe there's enough energy here to warrant like a residual, but probably not anything that's going to make me really scared to go there. Um, Although in the paranormal fellows episode they did go up to the attic and they mentioned like there's like an old vanity mirror and they say that like people use that on ghost hunts to 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 do scrying which scrying is like a form of seance and it scares the shit out of me if you are doing scrying in your ghost hunts which is basically sitting in front of a mirror and calling forth like like opening a door. Yeah. And and inviting spirits to like use it as a portal to come through. Please stop doing that. <laughs> that scares the ever living hell out of me. Uh, if somebody sat down in front of a mirror and started doing something like that, I would leave immediately, get in my car, go to the airport, get on a plane, <laughs> back to the US. I could not. I could not. There's just some things you don't do. But, but yeah. Well, where are we going next week? Next week, we're back in the United States in a place totally opposite of the UK, uh, Texas. So that big, big, vast state of Texas. And this place should have a good amount of information. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> What's your sage moment? Um, I was thinking about that. Uh, my sage moment is I had a very nice Valentine's Day. Uh, it was on a Tuesday. And usually we would just kind of do the cop out of like, let's do something on the weekend. Um, but we actually went out to dinner on that Tuesday, on the actual day. And we went out to dinner. It was really nice. Our waiter seemed like he really, really did not want to be there and hated everybody. But that's okay. <laughs> to be fair valentine's day is the worst i know i know we did not like we were not offended by him at all i thought it was pretty entertaining but you could tell that he just did not want to be there and then i somebody said we got there at 7 45 for a reservation mm-hmm. and i heard somebody go by us and say that they had tables reserved until 10 p.m mm. so i understood the frustration but the food was good we picked up some candy on the way home it was just a very nice nice valentine's day so i had fun sounds lovely it was so i hope everybody else had a good valentine's day what was what was your stage moment this week mine was so i got this great deal on some patio furniture oh nice <laughs> and i'm so stoked about it so you know those hanging chase lounges yeah for outside it's like Mm -hmm. a hammock and a chair mixed together right right somebody on my my neighborhood facebook group Mm. said that they were getting rid of theirs she had a pair of them for free wow cushions they're perfectly fine not they're not even they're not even creaky when you sit in them nice so we load those puppies up and i have two free hammock chair things gotta love free it's the free. They retail for like two hundred and fifty bucks. Like I don't understand why she didn't just like list them for a hundred dollars each. She would have gotten her money easy. Maybe she was just like, you know what? Somebody's gonna appreciate these and love these, and I'm just in it for the happiness of other people. 
It was good. My parents came over to help me because I don't have a truck and we got them on the back porch and then I made chicken tacos for everybody and my brother and my dad sat in the chairs for an hour and a half. Nice. Talking about how nice they were. So that is my sage moment. It was what a good find. It was a good end to the week. Solid. Awesome. Um, I will just say this is not a sage moment thing, if that's why I didn't mention it in my sage moment. (laughs) But I did see the news uh this weekend that Jimmy Carter is uh entering hospice care. Oh, I didn't see that. Yes. So if you don't know who Jimmy Carter is, (laughs) he's a former president and an Atlanta native and he's a philanthropist and he does a lot of good work. Um for, he created a nonprofit that made these straws that uh, you can put into pretty much any body of, body of water and they filter out. So mm-hmm. it helps with a lot of third world countries that don't have access to uh, clean water. water. Yeah, He is a very beloved man, I would say, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he is great. The work that he's done outside of his presidency has been amazing so i am just thinking of his family in this time i will probably be emotional <laughs> when the day comes that he is no longer here um but hopefully everybody can kind of take the spirit of doing good and kindness in the world that he has spread and kind of continue that so i'm thinking That's of crazy. jimmy carter <laughs> he's lived a good long life though he i mean he beat brain cancer yeah. He was doing events up until I think like a year ago. He survived COVID, the pandemic, which I think he got COVID. And I think him and his wife both did. Yeah. Um, so they're lovely people and I hope for the best. <laughs> and that's well, it. That's it. We will talk to you guys next week. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. As always, we love getting suggestions from you guys. Be sure to send us your recommendations of stories to cover, locations to visit, ghost tours to go on, and all that good stuff. You can send it to hauntedorhoaxpod at gmail.com or DM us on social. Yeah, you can find all of our links to social as well as episodes and blogs on our website, hauntedorhoax.com. And if you feel like helping us out, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or just drop us a few stars on Spotify. Bye. Bye.